Penis, penis, You can find me on Twitter at Justin Hi. You can find me on Twitter at Twitter And today, I am eating cheese crackers in honor of Meatloaf's birthday because I've heard that Meatloaf likes cheese crackers. Is that true? I hate crackers. I hate crackers. Wait, well, we need to get all racial. <laughs> well, we know we know he's uh, going to be booking Lucha Underground anytime soon. Happy Funny. birthday, me! Coming in hot, man. I'll tell you what, though, there is might that, be. Is that a dildo? What the fuck was that? Was that a phantasma purple dildo? I just saw a purple dick-shaped object. Voila! What is that? That's not a knife. This is a knife. Sorry, it's my trouble knife. Oh, your travel night. Are you on the road too? I'm in a yeah, I'm in a hotel. What's her name and how much did she cost? <laughs> She's asleep. <laughs> and it only cost you the price of the wedding, right? Asleep or dead, one of the two. Uh I'm in uh I'm in Hilton Head, South Carolina myself, um, in a very nice Omni hotel. Not as nice. Uh, it's it's a shame I didn't get to to do the show yesterday when I was still in Austin because that place was dope. Um, if you don't, where'd you my, say you were, Justin? I'm in uh, South Carolina in Hilton Head. God damn it! I said, where were you yesterday? I was in um, uh, flying. I flew from a different place yesterday, somewhere in Texas, named um, Austin. Price check on a jackass. My Austin is broken right now. It's not coming out right. Ugh. That wasn't terrible. It's Terry, Terry Funk has taken over. That, yeah. <laughs> Justin, I'm an old man, and I want to say happy birthday to Meatloaf. I'm in my tidy whities and uh, forever, forever. Did you, um, did you happen to see that Mick Foley 20 Years of Hell special, Casey? I didn't no. as much as I love Mick Foley. I do not like the WWE or subscribe to the network. So oh, uh, you don't have network right now. Okay. Nah, well. Only one I subscribe to is NJPW world. <laughs> What's going on in new Japan these days. I haven't watched for a while since the tournament. Okay. Well, uh, Tai Chi won the never open weight title from Goto. <laughs> Another one for Suzuki gun. We won't, we won't, you won't mention anything else that happened with Suzuki Goon. Nothing to talk about there. Nights, nothing. Naito, nothing. And uh, the tag leagues coming up. I think that uh, I think that it's going to be someone stupid like the Killer Elite Squad winning it. But I hope that it's the best friends, Chucky e. T and Beretta. Uh, they're not going to win. They probably won't even win one match. But here's to dreaming. The Young Bucks aren't in the tournament, so you don't have to worry about them. That's a good thing. They're too busy counting all their money still, I bet. And they've been very quietly teasing evil, well, not so quietly teasing, if you watch the English commentary, <laughs> evil versus Jericho again. Uh, so Jericho's probably going to attack evil at the uh, Long Beach show and or something. And uh, yeah, they, uh, they announced new merchandise, including New Japan Pro Wrestling duct tape uh, for all those Bullet Club fans that can't get a date. And uh, <laughs> which is how many of them? Oh, uh, all of them. Uh, 
Uh, I nah, you know what? I like I like the Bullet Club, and I've never no. Had Byron to, like, Byron had someone. a date once. He's a Bullet Clubber. Oh yeah, that they that, call themselves. That was on I the show. Bullet Club. You don't mind Bullet Club either. No, you know what? I like I the Bullet the Club. I hate the fans. I hate I, the people I, who get yeah. their T-shirts made with the um I, different versions, like their mates' names for each other, nicknames. Well, fuck. Yeah, anybody who has their own custom Bullet Club t-shirt is kind of a wanker. Well, I guess I'm not sending Meef his birthday Meef Club shirt. God damn it. Whoops. Sorry, uh, I didn't mean to blow that for you. Uh, it's okay. Uh, no, I like the Bullet Club. I have a Bullet Club shirt. I have a Kenny Omega Bullet Club shirt. I like Kenny Omega. Okay. I you, I just like Suzuki Gun more, and my Suzuki Gun shirt is fucking dope that I just got. See it on my Twitter. Um, I'm yeah. just putting up the, um, you know, that little thing that tells people we're actually on the air. You know what? You know what's fucking nuts though is I ordered that shirt from the UK using Royal Post. They they charged me five pounds for shipping, and it got here okay. And it only took like a month. That's fucking amazing. Did uh, it get there before your King Diamond? Uh, you know what? It took less time than King Diamond took to get to me. I feel, I feel like King Diamond was in Scandinavia whittling that action figure for you, which is why it took so long. Oh, God, I, I wish. I, I still haven't even opened Juvie's mine yet. What's that, Meef? Juvie was working in the office that day. Oh. He oh. just like, do, do you want a King Diamond figure? Man, I, I, he's metal, man. Uh, he's the juiciest metal man. Yeah. Mother. Yeah.
they're known characters in the script, so it's just like, hey, let's use like their second best known versions of them. <laughs> no, for Ricky, he's using like his fourth. Yeah, that's true, because he's not even fucking Messias either. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I didn't even think of that. But um, the, art, the art's good. I feel like the art definitely does capture Mad Magazine. Uh, the writing, maybe not, but you know what? It'll probably get there. And uh, I respect what they're doing, because I love Mad Magazine, so anything that will uh, evoke that feeling in someone is a, a home run in my book. But that's actually not what I was uh, going to suggest. Oh, you. no, what were you going to suggest? Okay, uh, it's a new Vertigo book that's out, and I know you like the Vertigo books, Justin. Yes, sir. Uh, it's called Border Town, uh, and holy shit, it's great. Uh, it has all this stuff that uh, that you know MMM show listeners would like. Like, it has a retarded person in a wrestling mask, and that's half of our audience probably. Uh, so, it also has a. Uh, some of the mythology that you would see in Lucha Underground if certain people didn't want to not play the character, like McGlanticulti. McGlanticulti. <laughs> you, you asked me to pronounce it last week, and I didn't even try me, but there we <laughs> go. McGlanticulti. Nice. No, it's got some. It's got some chupacabra action in it. It's got people getting eaten by fucking boars. Uh, it's got skinheads getting the shit beat out of them. It's pretty fucking awesome. Uh, so yeah, that is Border Town by Eric Esquivel, Ramon Villalobos, and Tamra Bonvillian. I'm getting another cracker for your birthday, Meatloaf. Hey, Meatloaf, what are you doing for your birthday? Wrestling. You're re- who are you wrestling? Bandito. Oh, oh yeah. I actually nearly did twice today, so that's quite fun. Why? I got Why landed you... on last night by Bandito and Flamita. That was quite amazing. <laughs> you I see, what... I teach English people. You gotta, you gotta catch oh, them. Look. Catch them on the yeah, dive. Look, and, uh, do a tilt a world backbreaker. Not speak Kadabora. Cabrada. 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 Cabrada, there we go. But, um, yeah, no, they they did a move into the crowd, but basically they cable-tied the chairs together. <laughs> so I, I, if there's video footage of it ever coming out, there's basically me lifting, throwing, moving chairs, as much, and I, I'm just moving the entire row at once to move it out of the way so no one broke their neck. You're like the young boy for all of Lucha Libre in England. He is. This is this is a young boy yeah. antics. Where are those guys from the Lucha Underground UK? Where, where Rich and those guys, right? Isn't that his name, Rich? I don't know. Why is aren't they? They're helping you. Shouldn't they, they be they, uh, helping you? Do, does he oh, say no, my no. name? My name is Rich. You look like a girl from Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> no. No. I don't know. Those guys seem to yeah, be they, getting was, a lot further than uh, a lot of people. They're they're getting use license licenses and doing yeah, all sorts of fun stuff. They're get, they're doing good merch and like actually figuring shit out. It, it would be nice if that happened here in the country that the show is based on. But you yeah, know. It, it, you know, Lucha Underground UK guys, is there any possibility we could convince you to move to Southern California and just do it here for the real company? Mm-hmm. Pretty please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nicely done. Nice, nice. Good on you. Good on you, Mike. Yes. Is, yes. They've reached out to the, the the people who actually 
uh, that section of the media over there. So they've got the designs, and then it's like they've got a figure on their way out to get it printed and embroidered or whatever. So it's not like a direct thing. It's just more like the, the loot underground guys have gone, you're allowed to use our licenses or whatever. Yeah, I think they're paying yeah, a license fee. To use the to, to use the license. I've never I've well. never seen that not be cool. His shirt is fucking cool too. Like that that is an awesome ass shirt that they did for Cross. And it's like so instead I get that ugly ass fucking Prince Puma shirt or that Pentagon shirt with the shit streak in the background. Like uh, get these guys on this shit, man. Wait, what shirt have they done for Cross? The Lucha Underground guys did something for Cross. The UK Lucha, no, no, Lucha no, Underground no, guys. Yeah, so the Lucha Underground UK guys have a, the original thing. It's like, I think, rest, I can't remember the name of the podcast or whatever they do. But basically, they've released one for Cross for Impact. So it's just it's Killer Cross. Yeah, and it it's looks good. Really nice. It's a it's a really cool design. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like it. Uh, I think it's available on Pro Wrestling Tees, yeah? I'm not sure. I'm not seeing it. Because if it, yeah, if it's not, I'm thinking of, there. I'm thinking of another cool cross shirt that is on there that's in his store. The one, it's not. The, is it the one with the X, the red X? That's no. the regular Impact one. Yeah, that's the. That, uh, is it, that one is available on her wrestling tees. I think. Yeah, I think it's a drawing one, right? Like. Yeah, that's the one that they did. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's on pro wrestling tees or if I just saw it on Twitter. Now it's a fucking cool design, though. Yeah. Uh, they but yeah, I mean, they, I think Smack Talk. Is that Smack Talk is their Twitter? The other guy's original thing. Gotcha. Wait, That's Smack Smack Talk the uh, the uh, the SmackDown video games podcast. Smack I mean, Talk? look, there's sure. a lot of uh, of podcasts that have very similar names. Yeah. Like, there's a, a Mayhem show out there that people never oh. get as confused with, and hey, <laughs> it's um, one that's like Lost Real Hills. Was it Two Heels and a Mark or whatever? Yeah. It's called it's called Two Heels One Cup. Two Heels One Cup, yeah. And it's a Patreon exclusive. I've heard that Urban is coming after us. What have we done to Urban now? Have we? Have I don't we know. Did we not plug Urban? his? Did we not plug his Patreon because he he is doing some cool shit on there? From is what I've he? Seen. I should probably give him a dollar a month and go check it out. Then shouldn't I? If Possibly. anybody is watching this as a fan of The Last Real Heels, which I'm sure many, many of you are, because most of you only really watch this show because be. they're not doing a show half the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're back, by the way. You should watch them instead of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or simultaneously at the same time as us, so that you can feel equally um, as intoxicated by their presence as most do. I feel I feel like not, not watch them instead of us hundred percent. I agree with that, Justin, because then I could Spider Man more and talk less. I'm not letting you leave the show to play Spider Man. I'm literally playing Spider Man right now, so it's not. Oh, really okay, so great. You don't even have to leave the show. You're just gonna, that, that is a euphemism. I'm for shooting his gooey webs. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Gross. Hey, Thunder Rose is in the chat room. Hi. Oh, hello. Hi. I hope hello, Cobra Moon. Hello, Queen. I, I hope your ratings didn't go down too much having Justin's face on your Wait, show. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. That stupid whoa. pillow. First of all. David Bowie pillow. Oh. That pillow was the best thing so in Austin. Dick. Are you kidding me? You don't like David Bowie? Mm, really? Mm, so, for those of you who I'm, don't I'm, follow I'm, me I'm, on social media, um, 
I had this sweet pad in Austin for it was I didn't get it for myself and my travel coordinator got it for me for the TV show that I work on. And it was dope. It had like a record player with like the Nighthawk soundtrack, dope. It had a David Bowie pillow, super dope. Had like, you know, a refrigerator. Actually, this room has almost Wait, all was the that, same was that pillow Was that pillow anatomically correct like the labyrinth? Yeah, did it have the giant labyrinth dick bulge? They no, even the, made the it con- on an action figure. The cod piece was part no, of the No, uh, Justin, that is not a cod piece. That was all dick, bro. Oh, that was all dick. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe a little bit maybe a little bit of taters like mostly meat some taters maybe uh near the bottom but uh yeah uh you anyway. basically you basically are more than a more of a hipster than byron now is what you're sounding like yeah well it was a cool hipstery room and i i enjoyed it damn it and uh anyway Dancing so i was in i was in, in austin um mel was up what? there doing some shopping for Austin. You were in Austin? What? Yes. Yes, I was in you Austin. In, I ain't down for that Austin. shit, Justin. <laughs> Think you got me confused with Roman Reigns? I was working for the authority in Austin. Anyway. Plus, he beat you like a woman. <laughs> I was, uh, I, no, I was in Austin working, and uh, Mel saw that I was there and, and swung through and said, what's up? And um, I, I forced uh, I forced her to eat some food. And but then she gave you the stone cold starter and it said DTA, you stupid piece of trash. <laughs> that was see, you're it's coming back to you. It's coming back. You know what? I think when I drink this Mountain Dew, it just makes me a little phlegmy, and it's uh, it's code red, code red Mountain Dew, the good stuff. See, Casey, if you drank a lot of beer, I think you would probably be Stone Cold Steve Austin. If I drank a lot of beer, I would be fat as shit because this soda's already fucking me up. That's true. You probably would be. Anyway, um, so it was fun. I got to hang out with with Thunder Rosa. Go check out her YouTube page, uh, Thunder Rosa 22, and you can see a little bit of uh, a video that we cut that night hanging did you out. Jump, did you jump out of the cake, Justin? I did not jump out of Brian's cake. Happy birthday, Brian, by the Happy way. Happy birthday, uh, Brian. I did not wait, jump wait, out of Brian's Brian. cake. Do, do Brian and Meef have the same birthday? I was going to do like the under siege thing. What? Brian do and Brian? Meef? Uh, no, because Brian's birthday was... When was your actual birthday? Your actual birthday was yesterday, Meef? Friday, 28th. Um, that's, that's yesterday for us, Meef, on yeah. this side of the pods. And I think Brian's was actually... That's two days ago. Thursday, I want to say. So you're very close. It's fucking scary that Meef's from the future. Uh, <laughs> he's very Aerostar. Yeah, we're, we're all fucked. Yeah. See, I was gonna, fucked. I was gonna say he's more like Kushida because he like only wins matches that don't matter. Hey, wait a minute! Uh, Thunder Rosa just said the music sucked. My music did not suck. <laughs> Those records were good, fine, fine uh, records. That uh, that you should have had some tangerine Nighthawks dream. soundtrack was awesome. Should have should have had some. Say that. Should have had some misfits if you if you were with hipster ass Matt Cross, he would have had the misfits because even though he's a hipster, he listens to good music. Just saying. Yeah, oh, so oh, Rich is in the chat as well. I believe that is Rich from Lucha Underground UK, and he says there's two cross killer cross shirts that he's done now. 
Yeah, we were we were giving very very high props. I don't know if you heard us or not, but how cool the cross shirts are. Which I guess you heard, or you wouldn't be responding to it in the chat right now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. There's a apparently apparently Thunder Rosa is cutting all kind of promos on my musical taste. We might have to take this to the ring. We might have to have some kind of inner inner gender kind of lockup fisticuffs. Oh wow! I could I, the the James Elworth of the MMM show Justin Harvey. Look, I know show. she's a lot better than Justin your buddy Zach Saber Jr. But because uh, I know I can kick his ass, her that'd be a tougher that'd be way tougher for me. Oh oh, can I say can I say fuck Zach Saber Jr. on this podcast? I was getting that was actually where I was leading to until I saw that that Thunder Rosa was in the chat, um, AKA Cobra Moon. For those of you who don't know her as Thunder Rosa, Cobra Moon. Um, and also soon to be uh, uh, in another promotion, another televised promotion, I believe. I don't know how much I'm allowed to say about that, but probably nothing, Justin. Jesus Christ! Sorry, no, I don't even know. Uh, no, but uh, I was I was just gonna say that you know Zack Saber Jr. was gonna wrestle Evil, and he called Halloween rubbish in one of his promos. And whoa, whoa, whoa! What Zack Saber Jr. disparaged the best holiday of them all? Yeah, right, and I felt like that was a personal attack on my religion, and um, I don't care if it was in character. It was terrible, and now I don't like Zack Sabre Jr. anymore. Uh, so I have a Zack Sabre Jr. shirt. It's probably up for grabs unless he you know, officially comes on the show and says, fuck you, Justin, and I like Halloween. No, I think that what's going to happen is that Zack Sabre Jr. and I are going to find each other in a dark alley one night, and... Um, Fisticuffs will ensue, and I will win. Oh, dude, we can totally hear Meef having sex right now if we're quiet. That is not what is happening. He's oh. just eating cake. It's just oh, it's cake. it's cake. I thought he was eating macaroni and cheese. That's what it sounded like to me. I've muted you, Meeflo. You're supposed <laughs> to mute yourself when you're having a personal conversation in the background of a live podcast. <laughs> oh, you mean like Byron? See, this is this is what happens when we don't leave good examples for our young boys things like this happen uh but it's cool because half of new york city had to hear me yelling about colonics off, out of byron's phone which when his headphones died so. thunder rosa what are you doing do you just want to come on the show do you want me to to send you an invite <laughs> just let me know Casey a prison. oh awesome yay what have you gotten him it's it's a beautiful pumpkin. Look at it. It's it's a We Hate Zack Sabre Jr. club member card. I bought Casey a it's present today, too. Really? I did, but I ate most of your present because it was a box of Count Chocula. Oh, dude, I already ate a whole box. I'm on to Booberry right now. Um, I'm eating them in, like, expiration date reverse order. Uh, so, <laughs> but, yeah, uh you can find all the monster cereals at Target, even the shitty West Coast ones. Man. I hope you have Target in the UK, Meef. I think you do. Maybe you can find we, some monster we, cereal. All my we favorite people are in the chat, Target. by the way. Rebecca's in the chat. Zeus is in the chat. Rich is in the chat. Thunder Rose is in the chat. Mal's in the chat. Is there not a wrestling show in Southern California today? Is that what's happening? I don't know. We must have picked the right day to do a show because all the cool kids came out. To well, hang. you know what? Since, since, since we have a 
a lot of people in the, the chat just to wish me for happy birthday. Right. That's my question. Does anybody in the chat room actually care about Meatloaf? Is that why you're here? Yes. Just to wish him a happy birthday. Dude, everyone loves Meatloaf. He's he's the favorite young boy of the show. Because everyone like the let's put it this way. It's, the hair. it's not Jim, the mustache, that's for sure. No, it's it's the mustache. Jim Jim kind of makes everyone angry since he's never here. Uh because it's he's so balls deep. Um But see Jim 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 tells us all week long like what we should talk about on the show and he got it has all this uh, these hot angles and all this great stuff to say, and then he goes to all the great events and he's supposed to come back and hear and report on them. And then Jim doesn't show up, and then when I go out to a wrestling show with Jim, he gets mad because everybody on the planet recognizes me, and then they don't recognize him, and they'll run up to me and say, hey, can I get a picture? And then they'll make Jim take the picture. Yeah, Jim, Jim, Jim Sakafotos Velasco, as we call him at the Lucha shows. Uh, yeah, you know, hey, it's fine. You know, fucking Spider-Man's a photographer, and I'm playing his game right now. Oh, my so there God. You go. All right, are, am I ready to talk about Lucha Underground yet? Am no, I allowed? To no, no, no. I got, I got another thing to request from. Happy the birthday, chat. Brian! Brian's in the chat room too. Happy birthday, Brian! Uh, Happy birthday I, to our other birthday boy this week. I want to ask everyone in the chat not to tell me in the chat because I'm not gonna fucking read it. Tweet it at me. Cool shit to do at Disney World because I am going later this year with my girlfriend. Boom! Dis- Disney World. Disney World. The O Town one. Oh yeah, yeah. O-Town, you know, my my homies that did that Inspector Gadget theme song. Respect for the, you know, the Inspector Gadget movie. Shit, it's an actual, it's an actual boy band, O-Town. Uh, you know, I think you might have had, you might have had that in the vinyl. Oh, we had, we had O-Town. Oh, yeah. I'll take you, I'll take you to O-Town, Meef. Don't worry, baby. Rich had a great comment on our last episode, by the way. Uh, in the comments section, he said they should have called Chelsea Green Venena and play her as the sister of Veneno. You know, uh, Veneno, Veneno always bothered me, and we need to just completely ignore he ever existed since that was already a fucking existing luchador name, DJ. Well, I'm pretty, tell you sure, I'm pretty sure Reclusa is is not an existing luchador. No. No, uh, because uh, he might have fi- found out how to finally access Lucha Wiki or, you know, because I just thought he was playing it safe. Like, if I make a name as shitty as Big Bad Steve or Jake Strong, that won't exist. So I'm okay. But, you know, Veneno, hey, yeah, uh, let's let's name a spider guy after one of Spider-Man's greatest villains. Movie opens like next week, I think. No, that it's already it's already been done. There's a Veneno already. And he had nothing to do with Spider-Man. He was part of the the Puerto Rican stable in uh, CMLL, I think. Kamal. Yeah, it, it's been a while. This is like this is like 2002 when he had like the port. Yeah, you know what? It would have been CMLL. It was him and like Pierroth and like all this stuff. Can I just call Chelsea Reckle USA instead? Yeah. You can you can just call you can just call her Chelsea. I mean that works too. I'm sure uh, I'm sure that's what she prefers. <laughs> Casey Casey's point just brought me on something though. I need to What's say that? something. There's a guy who wrestles in the UK, and he needs to go fuck himself. Oh, uh, would that be the new? Whoa, yeah. whoa, wait. He's called El Fantasmo. 
And he won the fucking New Japan UK yeah, Cup. Yeah. 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 But the thing is, is, not only is his name El Fantasmo, which is basically copyright problems, he used to dress up as Angelica's shit twin. And he even nicked the Angelico slidey shades, you know, the slits in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's now wait, going wait, by wait. ELP. He's now going by ELP, which is Emerson Lake and Palmer, and even using on his shirt that ELP font, you know, the where they used to have the like diamond shape. You're saying he's just and completely I just want to burn derivative. Him. I, I'll agree with you no, no. That, that he's completely derivative. He's a f- yeah. Especially he's if a he's stealing Phantasma's gimmick, which was already kind of a stolen idea from this little yeah. known comic book called The Phantom. Uh, yeah. uh, but he's actually like totally like literally he's put a ph instead of an f and then changed an a, um, a to an o yeah and yeah and, he, and you i know stand there should... and give him um, the middle finger I, i'm gonna make my <laughs> name just phantasm and i'm gonna have like my tights are gonna make my balls look silver Golden like balls. the balls from phantasm you know that would be dope yeah, and I'm gonna have like an old guy stand in my corner and just point at people and say, "Boy!" All right, I'm gonna start talking about this this little television show that I like. It's called Lucha Underground. It's Wouldn't on. Would you rather Disney talk Night. about the Phantasm movies? No, you I'm know, good. like you know that opening scene in the first one. That dude totally fucked the tall man, and it messed my head up, man. I mean, I've I, seen- I can talk about. Okay, you can talk about that. It's your birthday, Miflop. It's whatever you want to do, man. This is your show. So, for my birthday, I got Flamita versus Bandido, which was amazing. And I was very happy, because when Lucha Libre guys come over here, they put them against little white boys who don't know how to fucking wrestle. More than one style. So it never really gels that well. So when the Lucha guys come over, they can wrestle different styles. But like you know, British guys don't gel with them too well. So I got a decent match. And then tonight it was the Rascals versus Flamita and Bandido, which was the best match of the night. Who who the fuck Although are the Casey, Rascals? Um, uh, went and Desmond Xavier. Oh, okay, yeah, they're good. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, from uh, from yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. Okay, I know these he guys. Yeah. They've been doing that quite a few times, that tag team match. So that's pretty cool. But I also got to see uh, Miko Satamura in a ring at oh. the same time as Walter. That's that's amazing. Did she he, kick he his fucking her. ass? Oh, <laughs> see, that's how you know it's not a shoot. He gave her a big boot. <sighs> and he, like, hit her square in the face. It was... Yeah. Well, she did for you. him. For you Miko Satamura fans, I want you to watch the Gaia Girls documentary. See see what she's like when she's actually mad at someone. Holy fucking shit. Shoot dropkick to the mouth. Oh my god, it was insane. Uh, yeah, I, I can't recommend that documentary enough, by the way. You can find it online. I think it's on Daily Motion now. Uh, it's called Gaia Girls. Uh, it was done in the UK. Excellent documentary. Uh, it's pretty hilarious because it's also very translated in the UK. I don't think all of those women are saying bloody so many times in Japanese. Uh, but you know, but it's a great documentary. I love it. I really do. Uh, and yeah, as far as wrestling documentaries go, it's up there as one of the best Japanese wrestling documentaries I've seen. But there's not a whole lot of those that are in English, and I wish there were more. 
more Japanese wrestling documentaries? Yeah, yeah, because um, the one that is on uh, on Ishikawa from um, from Battle Arts, I bought that shit online, and it's fucking awesome. Why don't we make one? I would. I think we should make one where you and Kevin Cross sit in a room as like the main set piece and like go through the history of your favorite moments in Japanese wrestling. And then we'll just tell the stories. And I feel like, I feel like we would never get the rights for the actual footage. So it would just be me and cross sitting there. We could just use some of Kevin's money. I hear he's got it all stored in a briefcase that he never had to use for something else. Well, I hope that thing's not stuck in Mexican customs. I think that's (laughs) why he never got it back. Uh, Yeah, man, he, he has a title shot, Conan. What the fuck? Yeah, Just let's right. Let's 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 right. Let's think long term here, guys. Let's bring it back. Anyway, um, all right. Can I talk about Lucha Underground now, Meef? I guess. Yeah, I guess. Right. Yeah. All right. So, to understand where Lucha Underground is this week, you have to go back to last week, where Marty beat Dragon Azteca Jr. after he caught a beatdown from uh, Phoenix, and then. Penta beat Mill and Cuerno. Oh, and Marty got the uh, Gift of the Gods title by doing uh, that. And then Penta beat Mill and Cuerno again. Um, and then Marty cashed in his brief, I mean, his belt case, his whatever. Ooh. And uh, he money in, he, he, he Martyed in the bank. That's what it is. It was, he cashed in his Marty in the bank. And in the loin cloth. <laughs> And uh, with a little help from Reckle USA, um, also known as Chelsea Awesome, Love also that girl. known as Boo, um, he beat um, Casey's Golden Lover Penta El Zero Dark Miedo. Oh, dude, I, I'd like to think Penta would have higher standards than me. I'm just saying. Yes. Was he wearing the gold? No, he doesn't wear the gold outfit in Lucha. No, no, no. He wears the black and sometimes a little bit of red. Yeah, that's the Indies outfit, right? Well, when he first debuted, he was doing the red, white, and black one, right? Uh, Well, just the straight up black and white one. Uh, And then he started doing black and white with some zebra stripes, and then he'll throw a little red in there. Yeah, no, the zebra stripe one was the one he was doing first season Lucha Underground a lot. Yeah, Cerro Miedo match, he had the zebra stripe match. That's kind of like the Perros Del Mall one, though, right? Yeah, and I I, I love that mask. Uh, Byron has one, and it's really good. Oh, I hate that guy. Um, It's okay. I heard he's he's been found dead in the sewers in New York, and that's why he's not with us right now. Well, speaking of dead, after after the recap of Stryker using some – nonsense letter from antonio to explain to us everything that happened last week instead of just giving us a recap um, hey, well yeah that's what happens when you only have five dollars to make the show <laughs> well they spent they, they spent some of their money wisely this year though i like the i like a lot of the vignettes a it's lot like hey man we could have a video package or we can have catering so let's let's just have <laughs> a fucking letter that shit it's um, like we can, yeah, we can have a recap, or we can have lights on over the ring. Uh, so, but Casey, this is one I gotta get your feelings on. Uh, mm-hmm. Antonio basically calls for the sacrifice of one uh, green monster, the Jack Evans, the father of modern lucha libre, Jack Evans. Yeah, from the, the dragon slayer, Jack the star Evans. destroyer, the star destroyer, the drunken master, my one of my favorite wrestlers in the whole world, the inventor. 
of modern Lucha Libre, the man who has training from the heart dungeon, <laughs> the great, the, the creator of the 640, 620, whatever the fuck. I don't know. I don't know math. Hey, Rebecca, <laughs> you need to replace the word looking in your sentence. Byron's in New York blanking for pedos. So figure out what the real word that should be in that sentence is because it shouldn't be looking. Um, spreading. No, it's looking. You want to get Yeah. Mad libs are fun. Uh, <laughs> no, man. Uh, look, we all know why this happens. We've covered it on the show before. I'm still, I'm still angry. Um, because when you have a star as great as Jack Evans, you make sure he's happy at all times. If he says, I'm kind of pissed off right now, you say, bro, would you like some ice cream? Let's talk about it. And then you get him some ice cream, and you make sure it's fucking delicious, because this is the inventor of modern Lucha Libre. This is a star destroyer. This is the Dragon Slayer. This is the Drunken Master. This is Jack Evans from the heavens. And... Um. Now he's dead on the show, and you know what? Now the show is dead to me. Thank you. Wait, it wasn't dead to you when they took Penta's belt last week? No, I mean, it was dead to me. It was dead to me back um, probably around Ultima Lucha Dos when uh, Matanza beat Pentagon. That's that's when most of my enthusiasm died. And then Sexy Star won the belt and killed the rest. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I'm not, but I am. And um, no, uh, <laughs> look, man. I, I really like Jack Evans. This pisses me off. I mean, I think we all like Jack Evans on the show, except for me because he hates white people. But Rich said, Rich said the Mad Libs Mad Libs word should be campaigning. Byron's back in New York campaigning for pedos. I like. Oh that. yeah, trying to get that Megan's Law revoked, I guess. But uh, I don't I, think I, I, you I, that I, off your record. Um, I think that, that follows you. I'd like to hope so. I you know because. Uh, Byron, Wait. if he can afford to live anywhere, it's probably in a den of pedophiles. Why is Byron tweeting about the show and not on it? Unacceptable. Oh, uh, you know why. That means he has a phone and service. He should at least stop by and say hello. He doesn't, want, he doesn't want people on the streets of New York to hear me talk about colonics again out of his phone. <laughs> or or uh -oh. showing this guy's a pedophile. Just so hello. <laughs> Casey, I know you're a fan of Antonio Cueto, um, but this had to be a, a sharp blow to your your like of the Antonio um, when he called for the sac sacrifice of uh, Jack Evans. Yeah, you know it's it, it's fine because um, when it you know what it'll go down that Antonio Cueto killed the show and made it jump the shark and not Jack Evans. How about that? I think the jump the shark moment is going to be when uh, Matanza kills him. I'm sorry, Matanza kills himself. Uh, he wrath of gods himself at the end of the season. You know, it's possible. Um, did it? Did it? Speaking of which, did I mention the retarded luchador in the comic border town that I recommended? Because he's he's pretty great. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think you did on the show. I, I actually that's that's actually how they refer to him in the book. I would never be so politically incorrect myself to say that. I'm a good person, but uh yeah, yeah, they they say he's a retarded luchador. So there we go. That's uh, his description. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he's basically like sloth from Goonies with a lucha mask and uh that makes him probably one of my favorite comic characters ever created already. And he's wearing a bootleg Mill Mascaris mask. <laughs> yes. No autograph for him. 
Rich, is that the Twitter handle for you guys? At Lucha UK? At Lucha underscore UK. Dude, I'm we glad got, you guys we, are live tweeting. I didn't get to live tweet. I had to I had to work. You know, I just want to go out and say how much more I like those guys than Yoni's replacement. I almost like them as much as Yoni, who I miss so much. We love you, Yoni. Please come back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we just do. Just on the show. Just come here. Yeah. yeah. We love oh, he could be our social media guy since Byron doesn't want to do oh it Oh, my anymore. God. We would rule the universe if he was our social media guy. Yeah, I like Yoni. Byron uh, taking no, I, I, you know, we bust their social media guys' balls a lot, but we, we, we like that person. Oh, absolutely. We're just, we're just fucking around. Absolutely, but we it's just also, like, we just like Yoni way more. Uh, but, it'd be like you know. if all of a sudden, though, like I was the the color commentary guy uh, instead of Vampiro. Right. It's not that people don't like me and that people wouldn't be happy to see me. It's that I'm not Vampiro. Yeah, but it is very very much unlike what would happen if I was the play-by-play guy instead of Matt Stryker, which I think should be the stakes for the wrestling name game challenge, that if I win, I get to be the commentator. I bet bet we could probably get Evie Dub to co-sign that, like maybe for just an episode or a part of an episode. I don't know if DJ would sign off on it, but... Hey, let's let's put it this way. Evie Dub, DJ, all seriousness, I would never call nunchucks fucking chain sticks, okay? Oh, we haven't even gotten to that one yet. All right. So anyway, um, the the cool thing about the Jack Evans Matanza match, I will have to uh, say, was is, absolutely none of it. No, he when they do the spot where uh, Matanza sits up like Undertaker into the Wrath of the Gods, that was pretty cool. You know what? No. For, for a guy who's just doing squash matches, who's supposed to be super athletic, who they're not really showcasing his athleticism very much by just having him squash everyone from the roster that Casey likes. Yeah, pretty much. Um, well, yeah. it's also everyone that's been a guest on our show fucking dies. So, um, Thunder Rosa, if you're still in the chat. <laughs> um, hey, first of all, one of our guests is the champ, Mar- Mr. Marty the Moth Martinez. You know what? I don't count. I don't count him as one of our guests because I wasn't on one of the episodes where he was here. So true. You yeah, weren't on the first episode with Thunder Rosa either, which is our third highest rated episode of all time. No, but I was on the best episode that she appeared on where I had to describe what Mongolian goggles were. <laughs> yes. I still need to release just that clip, just that portion. <laughs> and just the uh, and just the sunny portion of that one, too. A lot oh. of people are asking for that. I got I to gotta clip that out of that show oh. one of these days. Oh, God. The smuggling hams conversation. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. God yeah, that- our our sunny episode has thousands and thousands of hits now, um, but people need to come back and see part two of Sunny Kiss, aka Exolicious, which um, is me and Urban getting to talk to him for the first time because oh I wasn't God. here the first time that Sunny was on the show. And Urban's all hitting me in the DM or whatever, like, "Hey, hey, you think I can ask Sunny this?" I'm like, "Yeah, just ask Sunny whatever. <laughs> cool as fuck." And then the next thing you know, Urban is asking all kind of stuff about Sunny's booty. Amazing. Yeah, which is tremendous, and it just makes me love her. I mean, even we're more. just trying to help people. Yeah, we're just trying to help people. Look, if you have booty that booty, on. trust me, you're never afraid to discuss it because it enters a room before you. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> I've, got now. I've got one now. Yeah, everyone asks for mine too. Yeah. Wait, stop, stop. We've been doing squats, dude. Me and Meef, we're trying to get on that 
See, because he's a young boy, right? So Meef, we gotta Meef, get him on Meef, you might have some junk in the trunk, but not like Sunny Kiss kind of junk in the no, trunk. And no, no. Casey, Casey has a bad case of noacetol. Yeah, hey, it, it, it's it's <laughs> all good because one. I'm doing the help. New Japan Young Boy exercises, so I'm going to be really good at squats and push-ups and nothing else. Uh, and Boston Crabs, like I'll do like 10 Boston Crabs a match. It'll be amazing. Uh, just being salty because I beat his ass on the uh, Fire Pro. Oh yeah, that's right. Justin did the job, but it, you know what? It's cool because they added a new move that is specifically for Justin to use. Because uh, you know how like Justin's Fire Pro character, he um, he, he puts his arms out like an airplane and says "we" at very inappropriate moments <laughs> in the match, usually causing him to lose. Uh, he there's a submission. They they put in the lucha submission where you pick up the guy like the razor's edge and you just twirl around until the guy submits. Uh, that's a new move they just added. And Meef, have you got this game yet? It's out over there now. No, no. The thing is, is it's not. I haven't found it in a shop. It's Damn. not on the PSN network. No, they fucked up. Yeah, you're going to have to because PSN does not have it available, which sucks because I think that means you're fucked out of getting the Takayama DLC too. Yeah, and the thing that's weird about it is, is it's a PS exclusive for the minute. Yeah. So surely they would. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It's because... It's, uh, Krista Joseph is now running Sony Enterprise. Wow. Wow. <laughs> throwing, shade, throwing shade at DJ. The show... Just never, man. I have so much love for DJ. I have to write a book about oh. this season so that everybody can understand the poor plight of Senior Christer Christoph De Joseph. No, Justin, I only shit on him because he never comes on the show unless I'm not on, and he hasn't even done that in forever. Well, I believe the next time he comes on, his request is that Byron fuck off and go to hell. So maybe <laughs> I, think, I think he's done having any issue with you. I think it, all the heat's on Byron these days. Oh, no, I don't think he had any issue with me. I think he was just scared and kept dodging me this whole time. As the kids say, scared. Uh, I believe he's unscared now after all of his brilliant performances on Big Brother this season. Oh, yeah, dude. That, I think he's the, over his stage fright. I, I still <laughs> I mean, need remote. to find out. I need to find out how method he was when he dressed like a lady and if he did the tuck or not. And then I need to know if he asked Pimpy for advice. Or if or, anybody would fuck him. <laughs> I'd fuck me. me. I'd fuck me hard. Oh, God. DJ, yes. Okay, that's your next Big Brother character. You have to do Buffalo Bill. It would be fucking amazing. Just tell Roach, <laughs> man. My horse is playing well. Oh, um, speaking of, uh, speaking of good homie Chris Roach, uh, yeah. I want to tell everybody... That um, he's no, the new Fantasy Island. No, Lucha Underground season three is not coming to Netflix right now. Sorry, but Truth or Dare is going to be up in probably about five days. I think it's like October third or October fourth. Netflix. But Truth are they Dare. putting up the director's cut? Or are they putting up that PG thirteen cut? They might just be putting up the PG thirteen. Uh, it's like watching an airline cut of a movie. If you've seen the unrated version, so much better. So much better. Man, the last airplane movie I sat through was Memoirs of an Invisible Man, and that movie fucking sucked. And I love John Landis, but that movie was dog shit, man. Ugh. All right, I got to talk I about the next Lucha Underground one. match. So Jack is gone. I just remember one thing, though. I apologize. But I just remember one thing. I need What's to that? Inject it. Is, do you know Casey, Casey's the name game hero? Yes. The champion. The mega campion. Um, 
We should have him versus Rob Viper. You know, I okay, I think I would beat Rob Viper. Uh, I think Randy could beat me uh, for sure, and I've said this multiple times, but I don't think Rob Viper can because he's Canadian, and come on. Well, here's the th- here's the deal about the name game. Strikers is striker is the the lineal champion on paper, except he never had to beat Casey. So in the rim, what, is in dispute. no, no. What happens is what's going to happen is in well, what but in March, um, we're going to have the interim title go up if there is no Lucha Underground uh, taping by March. So by March fifteenth. So. Okay. Uh, that's the cutoff date um, for a title defense, <laughs> but uh, the title defense has to be at Lucha Underground. So if mm. uh, I'm, I'm totally there, down with doing it on the show as long as we can get both of us on video, so I know that Matt Stryker isn't cheating. Okay. All right. Well, the 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 drop dead date on that is March fifteenth of twenty nineteen. So by that point in time, there has to be a defense of the title. And if there's not. Then, then Striker would be stripped, and the title would then be up for grabs. Oh, uh, um, in a tournament? Yeah. I'll, I'll own it. I'll own it. That's what, how MMA works, isn't it? There's yeah. Somebody. You know, it. Yeah, because you know what? I, I feel like I'm just putting my fucking two titles on the table, um, which are in six. In this as well. But yeah. I would love to get Rob Viper in the mix on, on the whole thing. I think he'd be a great contender to the throne. I'd love to get Rob Viper on the show, period. That dude's awesome. I fucking love that guy. A Cubs fan, too. He helped me out this week. He helped me out with a mask this week. So, All right. Big shout out to Randy, 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 who's an absolute legend for sorting me Flamita. Oh, God. That. Randy is the greatest guy in the yeah. world. I cannot say enough nice things about Randy. Um, we should call him the Amazing Randy and make that magician just get fucking another name. <laughs> um, all right. So I like uh, Rebecca asked, why isn't uh, Lucha Underground season three coming to Netflix? And Rich says, it's because they hate money. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. I've said this a thousand times. I told EV Dub that, didn't I? That's not, that's not entirely what's going on. Um, first of all, Netflix has to want it. And I don't know that Netflix cares. Um, second of all, I believe that uh, it's still in the on network syndication time frame where basically El Rey still has the rights to rerunning that, that last season for a couple more months before Which it can they're go not even through. doing. Yeah. But they, yeah, but they probably will. And leading up to the finale of the season or maybe right after it, when they have that big void, uh, I would imagine 2019 would be the earliest you could see it. And people, you know, a lot of shows are like that. If you look at what comes to Netflix, it's like, if you're watching the 100 on Netflix, um, it's like two years behind what's on broadcast. Mm-hmm. So whatever was two seasons before theirs, when they get it, when the season currently stops. Yeah, I mean the only real like Gotham exception yeah. right now is American Horror Story. I think they're a yeah. season behind, but right. So and a lot of shows are like that, and sometimes they try to make deals so that people will catch up on shows and watch the new ones. But a lot of times the networks aren't thinking that deep into the game and they want to keep it for themselves for a certain amount of time and this, that, and the other thing. And again, Netflix also has to want to buy it. I don't think that Lucha Underground did poorly at Netflix, but Netflix is kind of in this uh, pseudo restructuring period. They put a lot of money into comedies for a while and now they're cutting a lot of those people like Michelle Wolf and some of these other people that they gave shows to. I hope they don't cut Norm MacDonald because his show is hilarious. It's ridiculous. It makes absolutely no sense. 
they didn't cut him when they uh, had the opportunity to because he said some fucked up shit. So I don't yeah. think they're going to cut him if they didn't then. So Well, yeah. hopefully that means it's getting numbers. Um, of course, nobody knows what the actual numbers that Netflix got for Lucha Underground. But uh, I have heard from a few people that I know over there that uh, it did fine was the quote. <laughs> it <laughs> did fine. So uh, there's no reason not to get it is what I'm saying. And uh, but they're not going to do a whole lot with it. It's not something that they're clamoring for. Um, you know, it's just it. I don't know how you make more waves with the Lucha Underground at this point in time. But for what Lucha Underground is, I like it. I think it's a good place to go. And I was thinking the other day, I was like, oh, my God. Think about how bad Lucha Underground really could have been. Like, if you don't get DJ and EV Dub, what what could that have been? That could have been like the hottest mess of all time. That could have been just a catastrophe and run like three episodes. I think I'll come up with a way of saving Lucha Underground. So just before Lucha Quattro, have a three month hiatus. Mm-hmm. I think they should have stopped it this week. That'll help it, apparently. Yeah, yeah let's let's yeah, do another hiatus. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, that wouldn't be great. Let's make it anyway, a year before you can go in and uh, actually go to the temple. We've got to talk our next match. We got to talk about this next match because it's got all of our favorite people in it. It's got uh, it's Eve Jolicious versus the uh, the reptiles. I just oh. like saying Eve Jolicious. Yeah, I really like five of the people in this match. Um, what's wrong with Daga? <laughs> no, I'm I'm just saying five of the people in this match didn't make Jack Evans get mad and leave. Uh, uh yeah. So, yeah. um, Jack Evans from the heavens. Right. So yeah, now he's no, in heaven. But there's, but but there's even more people that you like in this match, even though they're not in this match, because everyone gets all lined up and Cobra mm-hmm. Moon and all fifty-two of her abs mm-hmm. show up, and Daga with every bit of strong tie strong style evil intention shows up jeremiah does his zombie walk to the ring which matt striker proceeds to over explain five times during the match i love you matt but i i get it he walks like a zombie and then he runs really fast you don't have to explain it it's just I fun i will say one thing with that though we, with it i feel like we've missed a vignette because they keep up they this season they're having to play a lot like the words in saying like oh we think he's something to do with venom it's almost like we've seen that vignette and they don't know like they usually do. You know what I mean? They usually do that whole thing of they don't know, but we've seen it. So we know. Right, but Stryker keeps having to explain it because they didn't ever shoot that vignette. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I mean, I'm just like, have you, uh, did I miss something? I think what you missed is that Sammy said that I will show up and I will wrestle on these two weekends and I'm not coming to do your vignettes <laughs> unless you pay me more money. I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but... Or maybe they shot it and didn't use it, or maybe they just never got around to shooting it. But clearly, at some point in time, um, Cobra Moon snake bit that fool and brought him back to life somehow. Mm-hmm. And uh, would have been would have been great for you know to do that for Vibora or uh, you know Pindar, but fuck consistency, Krista Joseph. Well, Jesus but Vibora was already a snake. I don't know if a snake can bring back to life another snake with venom. Does that mean that to get rid of Sammy Callahan, we have to cut his head off? Is that is that yes. what this really means? Yes, that's absolutely what it means. You have to take a steel chair and miss the mark and cut his head off. Okay. Um, anyway, so they're all lined up and ready to go. And on the other side, of course, you've got Eve Jolicious, which is 
um, Joey Ryan, Exolicious, aka Sunny Kiss, and um, Casey's favorite person, Ivelisse. Uh, I've got no beef with Ivelisse. I'm I just know. fucking. I think she's a good wrestler. And she makes uh, fire and blush, so that's amazing. Uh, yes, she does. Yes, she very much does. Well, she's a very she's a very nice young lady. Outside of the ring. Um. Anyway, so she could kick your ass, Justin. Who could kick my ass? Ivelisse. Oh yeah, for sure. Not Byron. Yeah, I thought you. I, I totally thought you were talking about Byron. Yeah. Oh God, no, no, come on. Um, but so anyway, they're all standing there, and in walks uh, Paul London with a "Hear ye, hear ye." Yes. And uh, I like his new. I think I like how Paul is kind of uh, pushing his vocal affectation into a more twisted kind of sinistery pseudo British thing that he's doing. But anyway, he introduces. Um, one of our favorite ass kickers of all time, somebody we've been waiting to see in the temple forever. And this person Sid! just, yes, L bunny, L bunny slash L Torito. Yes. That is not masquerita people. Please stop saying it's masquerita. It is not masquerita. That is L fucking Torito. I, I, we've said it a million times on the show and I can't tell you how many times people still think that's freaking masquerita. That's yeah, like yeah, saying yeah. all black people look alike. They're not it, even close, people. Not even close. You know, uh, they, they're they kind of close because they're actually brothers. And I don't mean it in like, uh, what's up, my brother sense. I'm talking I mean, like yeah. physical, the, the physical appearance of the two of them is He's so much easy, taller. Yeah. It's so easy to spot the difference. Yeah. Know? Like Mike during the vignette when he actually played Masquerita and was a good six inches taller. <laughs> yeah. And, and honestly, uh, Torito is jacked too. Like, and Torito is legitimately one of the maybe top five best high flying wrestlers in the entire world of right. any size. So uh, I've been a fan of his forever, years well, and years. And you years. got to see it on this episode. I mean, they let El Bunny clean house. And he went in and wrecked everybody. It was awesome. Which is is great, because you got to see that maybe for two seconds in WWE, and then he was a fucking mascot, you know? Yeah, which is ridiculous. No, he got to clean house, and he he actually got to wrestle. um, And he actually got to set foot into a Lucha Underground ring, which another uh, person that we've been waiting a long time to see still has not gotten to do. They no. brought out Cross. The crowd pops. The TikTok chants are through the roof. Nobody's supposed to know who he is. And keep in mind, this all was taped long before Impact, long before he even went back to AAA. As far as anybody should know, nobody should know who Killer Cross is. Except for the 50 dark matches that he was in. Well, apparently that crowd remembered him. It might have been because a friend of his in the front row started some very loud chants for him. But... I don't oh, think that, that's what it was. It's, it, it is really, yeah. it is really awesome yeah. that Johnny Ace did those chants for him. Uh, Johnny Ace did. Yeah. He didn't start them necessarily, but Johnny Ace was actually right next to me. So um, we basically lit the place up for Cross, make him feel welcome, tell, nice. let the guys in the back know that we were happy that he was finally there and that we wanted to see him debut on American television with Lucha Underground before anywhere else, which um, they failed at. And also, Justin, you probably just got him killed doing that because, you know, we did that shit for Vinny and you saw what happened. Yeah, he got a great spot. He got to work with a former champion and got a great spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to hey. get murdered in. Yeah. Sorry, Vinny. 
Now well, he now he's in pizza heaven. He went with it's... pizza. He went to he went with pizza. Yeah, exactly. He, he, went, he went exactly the way he wanted to go. So I mean, oh man, well at least, pineapple. At least I hope, pineapple. I hope him and Jack pineapple. Evans are playing FIFA together in heaven. You know. No, no, no. Vinny's in hell. He had pi- pineapple, not pizza. Oh, so he's That's... so he's playing uh, PES instead. Of FIFA. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Let's not start on PES. Oh, I love, I love, I love Pez, the uh, delicious candy that comes out of a dispenser. Do you guys have that over there? Yeah, yeah, we've had Pez for years. They've, I think they invented Pez, didn't they? Wasn't that British? No, it's in. Um, I forget what state it's in, but you can actually take uh, tours of their building and stuff. It's in the U.S. Uh, but you can go. Harry Bow's actually from my hometown, by the way. True. If you like Harry Bow, Harry Bow is my hometown. Harry Bow, the gummy bear people. Yeah, no, no word. That is actually originates from my home, like where I'm from. You know what? They, those um, guys bought my favorite gummy bear company and put them out yeah. of business. So I want you good. to fucking just shit in their mouths when they're asleep, Meef. Oh, you guys I've are been terrible to their factory. People. I've been to their factory, and it is the most glorious place in the world. Well, send us some souvenirs, Meef. Um, I anyway, I was talking about Lucha Underground. I swear to God, I was. I, I maybe okay. Cross, Cross came out and they didn't let him in the ring because well, they were Cross, Cross didn't want to go into the ring. I mean, you, it, Cross is not exactly a guy that you tell what to do, you know. So he Le- came for out. legal reasons. He's not allowed to touch anybody because he might hurt them. Yeah, yeah. So he he stood up top and they watched the match and the match. Um, I like the these two tag teams feuding. Um. I want them to get more time together because I feel like there's a couple spots where they just didn't have the chemistry, like all the different people involved. Um, though I thought Cobra Moon and Exolicious together was actually really, really good. They were super smooth. They had some good chain stuff going on, and that was probably one of my favorite spots. Um, and some of the dives were great too. And I don't know, Sonny is just a freaking star. And who got who got the win, Justin? Who got the win? Um, who got the submission victory? That Justin? would be that would be, and and honestly, before I even say how sweet the submission from Daga was, uh, I, I uh, was actually a little upset with Daga in this match because you know Daga is fucking for real lucha strong style, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he lays it in on everybody. He mm-hmm. went soft as shit in this match. That was the one thing where I was like, oh, bro, come on. Lay it in there. Now, I don't know. Maybe he just didn't want to be in the ring with some of the more comical characters or this stuff or whatever, but it was a serious match. It wasn't done as a comedy bit at all, you know, and yes, there was some ladies in the match, but whatever. Throw it in strong, please, by all means. Not that I want you to hurt them, but I just appreciate it, though. They want to be treated like the boys. Yeah, and I think the match would have looked better and and raised everybody's credibility if, if he had been a little stiffer. Now, Mr. Jeremiah Snake didn't have any trouble <laughs> laying it in stiff on everybody he came into contact with, uh, which was not. I'm sorry, crisp. He was crisp. Snug, snug. He was no. He was crisp. He was as snug as a rug in a bug. No, Vinny Massaro was snug. Jer- Jeremiah was crisp. You're, you're just saying that because you want to snuggle with him. Yeah, he was crisp. Um. Anyway. I like the match a lot. I want to see. I'd like to see this feud continue for a while. I like the. Uh, I like all these people being in the mix together. Then El Bunny cleaning house after uh, Daga's yeah. awesome submission. 
was great because you're expecting Cross to do it the whole time. And then, I mean, they let Bunny get over on everybody, mm-hmm. which was classic. And then Cross doesn't even get in the ring. He does his little eeny, meeny, money mo thing. Um, but his presence, uh, what, what Cross is doing, I'm going to talk about Impact a little later too because he was – he stole the show on impact this week and it was it's it's unfair to put him with a faction um especially a faction of other people that i like (laughs) but anyway striker we got to mention striker again we've talked about matt a lot today but we're going to mention striker again because he had some really interesting puns like uh that white rabbit looks a little cross was one of them oh and then he said that the rabbit tribe may be the Hair apparent to the trio's titles. Fuck. God hair. damn it. Hair you know, apparent. Okay, you know what, DJ? Uh, <laughs> Ouch. Eric, Eric uh, and uh, Mr. Chris Roach, I just want to say, Casey doesn't do puns on commentary. Thank you. Also, <laughs> I hate the show I'm working on right now, man. Food Paradise is all puns. All we do is bad food. Casey, you know what? Me and it's Casey a, do country next season. Yeah, exactly. Me, will like class it up and shit, like Lord Alfred Hayes. Oh, I'll come a- up, like dressed like fucking William Regal or some shit. Oh, dude, yeah, and he, you have to say promotional consideration paid for by the following. <laughs> Great. Um. Anyway, I like this matchup. People, I like where the feud's going. Um, I don't know. I don't know how a three-way trios situation would play out if all three of these teams are going to feud or not that might be just one too many people in the ring and too many different styles there's never too many people in the ring in a lucha match everyone everyone just dives to the outside and there's two people in there it's fine it's fine well as long okay as long as if they really do do a blow off with all three teams at some point there has to be hella dives i expect to see daga dive and i expect to see sunny dive and i expect to see Cross throwing people and dive bombing them on their heads or throwing people into other people. I want to see Cobra Moon, I don't know, jump off of somebody's shoulders to the floor or something crazy. Like, I want to see all that. There's not uh, too many people because, and Casey will, Casey will love this point. Mm-hmm. Vlad the Impaler, when he wanted to show people, he made, you know, he was the man. Mm. He killed his own people and he displayed them. For any visiting army, and he'd go, he'd go and fucking. And that's what Cross has got. Well, yeah. he's, all the rest of the rabbits have already been sacrificed. <laughs> he's got he's got six other people he can stick on a pole and eat breakfast. And let, let out to yeah, you know, yeah, because he he used to sit and eat breakfast next Normans. to the dead switching bodies. Oh yeah, he hated Normans especially, didn't he? Normans, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, we we fucking we fucking love Vlad the Impaler on this show because you know what? We're a bunch of fucking scary evil motherfuckers when Byron's not around screaming about sunshine and rainbows and how much he fucking loves My Little Pony and shit. That's true. He does have a kind of false sense of PMA. Let's be honest. He is a brony. brony. He is. I don't know if it's closet anything. I think he's just a brony brony. Yeah, I think he hasn't yeah. told anybody. He's closet because he hasn't told anybody. What, what do they call? What do they call the people who like Teletubbies that are like bronies? Do they have a name too, Meef? Um, they're they're Jim Velasco. Oh, pedophiles. Okay. Yeah, pedophiles. pedos, 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 uh, and bronies. I don't know, man. I've seen I've seen the Teletubbies work, and uh, they're they're pretty decent luchadors. Uh, they beat the shit out <laughs> of some people. Do you, 
did you guys hear about the Teletubbies with the whole like sex thing that happened? I did. I did. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, you know, I haven't heard it. I don't know what this is. What is this story? Oh. Was, it, was it Tinky Winky? Was it Tinky yep. Winky? Tinky, Tinky Winky was the gay one, yeah. <laughs> but there's there's a, there's, a, there's a whole lot of banging. There's a whole lot of banging going on. Mm-hmm. Well, Bert and Ernie were banging the, too. On, that doesn't mean on the, anything. On the set. No, 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 no we the guys in the suits. Oh, we the mean, real we, guys. We mean really, not not implied. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, that's yeah, frightening. That little child off the set. That little son has seen some shit. Let's put it that way. Um, all right, it I got to talk over those hills one day. I got to oh. talk about this uh, nunchuck chuck blow off. Whatever. Dude, okay. Uh, d- this is d- supposed to be the blow off match, right? This this the Jake Strong versus the hat of the two thirds super friends. Oh, you know, uh, yeah, you know, we might as well call them the fucking three fifths super friends with how Lucha Underground treats minorities versus white people. And uh, we've got a thing now, haven't we? We got to lead this with another point. Yeah, yeah, and like star. and his <sighs> tweets. Go yeah, for yeah, it. Another, yeah, yeah, another great, great luchador who spent twelve years at a company eating shit every day for twelve years, eating shit. Always on the middle, the bottom of the card. Not even the top half. Not even the middle. I'd say he's always on the bottom half. Yeah, maybe opening, maybe second. Yeah. Tag team partner. We can't wrestle. You need a tag team partner. You can't wrestle by yourself. You need a tag team partner. So, just like Phoenix and Pentagon did two years ago, the guy's fed up. He's not where he deserves to be. The guy's money. He's he's great as a tag team part, uh, wrestler, don't get me wrong. We all love it. But... I mean, okay, where do you put But him? what's he going to do? I mean, he doesn't have the pull that everyone else had. Yeah, but he uh, should have left when they left. If he was going to do it. He would have got lost in the shuffle if he did that. I think he's doing the right thing if he leaves by himself. Um, yeah. I, if he I goes think, out there now, he's in a better place. Yeah. But Especially, what does he think is going to happen? I mean, they've made concessions for some of these other guys. Do they think that, Does he think that he's just going to get concessions made for him? Uh, you know, he should because he's the last creation of Antonio Pena. And uh, that should be a bigger deal than they treat it as. Uh, so what's he going to do? He's going to be Star Arrow and some other promotion now. Oh, God. I think I think it's going to have something with Arrow in it or he would have to trade all his Arrow Postal clothes in. Cos- cosmic guy. Space, but space dude. He'll na- his name will be uh, Arrow Planet, and he then he just then he can get as fat as he wants. He, he should just call himself I've, I've Time also, Lord and show up in a little yeah. police box with a robot dog. That don't do it. Get him in DDT. <laughs> the thing is, is like I've I've already offered and I, it was semi serious. I will let him have my um, workshop to live in. <laughs> I think he's gotten paid enough money that he has a place to live, at least. No, I mean, I just want, he can come to he can come to England. He can just mop up here. And I mean that. In one well, he could because <laughs> all of, all of those guys are, sure are small too. Casey, Casey knows. Uh, yeah, he, I'm sure. He, I'm sure he could. Uh, no, man, I I I want to see him go to Japan. That's where I want to see him go. Yeah. Sorry, me. I'm not sending yeah. him to you. No, I want to go to Japan. No, that's fine. I think Japan. Would I just want him to find somewhere. 
where he can, he can go and be a singles wrestler and show everybody <laughs> that he's easily as good. Well, as Casey and I were talking about before the show happened, um, he's got to stick around Lucha Underground for one more year because he needs a heel run because it seems like DJ's plan is to always make sure that one of the super friends is a heel. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be his turn next season after the, you know, Melissa gets Phoenix back in line. Yeah. Don't get killed off. Yeah. Yeah. They'll probably just kill him, but I can't, can't, I can't kill Aerostar. He knows it's coming. He's from the future. Dude. I oh, killed him. I killed him in my, my highly acclaimed uh, fan booking episode. Uh, I had, I had the caveman kill him. That's true. Yeah, that was pretty dope. I, I wish they could get the caveman. Actually, I wish that they could just have one new brown person. Actually, I don't even care if they're from Mexico. Just I'm pretty sure after I'm pretty sure after what happened last season, EB Dub is constantly trying to get visas <laughs> just done ahead of time before he even knows if there is a season. Well, look, man, I don't care if it's a visa, a MasterCard, a fucking diner's club. I God, I can't. That was a Mad Striker joke. Never mind. I'm that not was amazing. That was amazing yeah. what you did. Anyway, your boy Aerostar is not uh, as good as his colleague with nunchucks. His one-handed no. uh, nunchuck skills were left a little something to be desired. But at the same time, super fun match. Um, can, can I tell you why though? Aerostar's ball from the the Raptors was also amazing. While we're finishing up talking about Aerostar, that was a great uh, spot. Drago's great with the nunchucks because he practices with them constantly. And yes. uh, a like little when, when we were in the, uh, well, when, when I don't know you. why I'm saying we, when I was in the, uh, the believers backlash match, the first believers backlash match. Yeah. And they were talking before the match. Drago was just practicing his nunchucks the whole time we're talking and he's fucking good with them. I mean, you've seen it on TV, but um, okay. So, you got two of the best luchadors around. Drago Drago deserves better than being in a fucking handicap match, especially when it's his specialty match. And coming out on the losing end and getting his ankle broken. Kind of sucks, man. Yeah, I mean, he got that junk snapped, and we're really close to Ultima Lucha at this point, so I don't know if we're going to get Drago back this season. Especially when... Okay, this might not be apparent when you're there live, and it might be not be apparent on Twitter, but if you're just talking to random people about Lucha Underground, it shows everyone fucking loves Drago so much. And he he is extremely popular with the American fans. It's just that a lot of people don't realize that. And, uh, yeah, man, like, even... even uh, Well, this is... Okay, so I got to ask. I got to ask. And we've had this conversation before, but I feel like Lucha Underground needs another belt. Mm, nah, I, I'm more. good. You got a fucking glove. See, they went from belts to gloves. Like the next one's going to be. But no be one's a... seen the glove. Yeah, like maybe, true. maybe they do need just one more object or something. I don't know. I feel like there needs to be. I think I feel like there needs to be a way to elevate guys like him. You know, like if we had Drago feuding with Sammy Guevara, you know, over some other lower title, that would be straight fire. It'd be like the middle of your show every week and you would love it. It would keep you coming back for more every fucking week. So you need a TV championship from a show yeah. that doesn't like Okay, so 
that's the thing. Like the show doesn't, it's underground fighting, but it's clearly a TV show because you have commentators there, but they don't want to act like it's a TV show. That it's an underground fighting thing, but it's clearly televised because why do you have fucking commentators then? And recaps. And recaps and things that happened last week and uh, plugging the L Ray network and sponsors and things like that. Well, um, I don't mind when the commentators do some of that, but it's weird when they're when Stryker is reading a letter from Antonio, which is referencing the television show Lucha Underground. Yeah, and it's weird that Vampiro and Matt Stryker suddenly know about Pasquale Mendoza's past too. I'm never letting that one go. Or the fact that Jeremiah Snake is a reincarnated zombie somehow. Yeah. The other thing as well is what you need to do for this whole new object thing is you need to go back to the very beginning and just restart. Where we actually just to pay it, make sure it stays with its Aztec um, heritage that it was supposed to be having. Yeah, I mean, I'd still like and to see all going. the tribes get fleshed out that's, a little bit more. But that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen now. They've it's whatever's gone on with that. It's, it's, it's too it, late. Yeah. The, and the we is, we lost the tribe. Stuck with it. Well, they should have yeah. stuck with it and basically gone through with the whole idea of it being playing out almost like um, the Dust of Dawn series was. With yeah. All, like. Off. So when they were in the first two series, there was a big thing put on tribes and gods. Maybe Rodriguez stopped giving notes, and, and and the tribes started the tribes started coming out, and people from different tribes started emerging, and it was being played on. And then obviously you got the gauntlet of the gods, and it made sense at the time to a degree because it was like it was a you know an object handed down by the gods to give the powers and sort of that they and the knowledge that they had, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that made legit sense. They could have all done, basically, you could have ended up with some kind of thing where they all had one or something over the series, a different little thing or something like, like with a rabbit tribe, a rabbit's foot, you know, something. Or even the the fucking medallions. That's what I was going to say. There's, I think, I think there's a way where you could imbue each medallion with a little more power um, and have those feuds last longer that lead to a gift of the gods or, or that, you know, I don't know. There's got to be, there's got to be some way to do it. You know what, though? It is too late, like Meef said, right? Because we lost a tribe. I actually, no, we, we haven't. Lost... Nightclaw. No, no. We lost two tribes because Nightclaw's not there and not Prince Puma also. Uh, and now Katrina's dead and Mill wasn't part of the tribe. So he was just a dude she found in some rubble. True. So True. it's like, so that's two down. So we still have the Moth tribe. We still have the rabbit tribe. We still have Dragon Azteca. Um, you know, uh, Dragon Azteca is just going to die because he keeps trying to fuck dead dude's girlfriends and he's just going to get like maggots up his dick hole and it's not going to be pleasant. True. You know? All right. So back to the nunchuck match. Um, travesty. Absolute travesty. Bad idea. Uh, I th- Well, I thought it was a well-executed ed- well travesty. The big just is smacking his chest in the middle of the ring. That's not me saying he is as a person. Right. It's just he with that I said last time, you cannot get away with his whole I'm border patrol rounding up some Mexicans shit that he had before. Everybody who watches Jack Swagger, they see the slapping, it's we are the people. Strong, strong. It's basically going, I'm stronger because I'm white. And it, it that's what happens in my head. That's where I go to. I just see it as some really like just oh and I'll be honest with you, I'm just bored of him. Uh, I like I like him as a wrestler. I don't like the fact that two of the best actual luchadors, two of the only actual luchadors in the country, 
in the I'm sorry, in the company, uh, lost to him at the same fucking time. It's okay if he would have won two one-on-one matches, I'd be fine with this. But this is saying that Drago and Aerostar are less than one white person. Yep. Yeah. But when that one white person is Jake I mean, Strong, I could beat him. Oh dear Lord, no! Oh God, we need to get him on the show now. I know we've been trying. <laughs> No, I gotta tell you, he's he's legit badass. I mean, he's an actual MMA fighter and a world yeah. class wrestler. <laughs> he no, is no and, Zack Saber Jr. And he's a good dude. <laughs> and, and, fire. and he's a good dude. And this is no this is no slight against him. He's not the one writing this shit, no. DJ. He's not the one. Let's have Chris, DJ. Chris well. DJ Did Joseph. Now, but is DJ <laughs> is DJ to blame for him being there to have to write for? Um, he might I don't have know. been an EV dub acquisition. He might have been forced upon DJ. No, I'm cool with him being around and being there. I think he's a great. I, I want to see him wrestle like so many people on this roster. I just don't want to see him wrestle them all at the same time and win. Well, I feel well, I feel people, like there's people a, should be treated like a spice on this program. I should be added in for extra flavor. Look, I feel like there was a world that didn't pan out for this season where, you know, you get Jake Strong versus Tejano and Wagner and some other people that should have probably been there. Jake Tejano is a great match that I would love to see anywhere. And I think that, uh, but... I think Jake versus Mill would be great too. I think think, think Jake would be fire. Jake and Wagner would be great too, but I wouldn't want to see Jake versus Wagner and Tejano with Jake winning either. Right. I get what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Well, the verdict is still somehow out on Jake Strong. We'll see what he's, I mean. He's not the, the wrestler. It's the no, character. he's he's a talented man. I just kind of don't like his direction right now. But you know, hey, well, this feud's got to be over time. though, right? He's broken Drago's leg. That's it. The feud's done. Well, right? okay, no, because you're you got you're ending the feud with the heel winning. Come on, it's Lucha Underground. That's true. That's true. They've got to move him on from it. Like Drago's gone. He's got to. I don't know who you put him in a program with who's left around at this point in time. I mean, I'd say you get him somebody like Marty the Moth, but clearly Marty's in a different program now. Yeah. And and plus Marty, Marty's really good. So he'll probably get sacrificed to the gods next week. Uh, I mean, this is the part of the season where. You're, you're locking that doesn't your, happen that doesn't happen i just was joking okay. well this is the part of the season where you're locking in your feuds for ultima lucha and most of the landscape is supposed to be clear but the landscape to me for jack swagger is unclear because a nunchuck a handicap nunchuck match um with drago and Aerostar going <sighs> over sounds like what you would do at ultima lucha but clearly that's not what's going to happen now and i don't know that you do something else gimmicky with him you know, he's done the nunchuck match. That's I think that's it. So I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, you know what, you know what else? You know what else is happening in Ultima Lucha? You know what else is happening, Justin? Well, I know you know. You were fucking there. What are the what are the two most beautiful words in the English language, you guys? Melissa Santos? No. Deathmatch. Deathmatch! Death Wait, we death haven't got match. there. Let me get there. You, you I was I was literally a deathmatch. There was a deathmatch and someone went through a fire lit pane of glass which was through a table with um, carpet rods on it. Oh, dude, I just got a boner. Ricky Shane Page? Ricky Shane Page? Never never heard of him. Never heard of him, but I want to see him die now. Uh, (laughs) Deathmatch Daddy. 
He's an American guy. All right, so let me Shane. let me get through let me get through this four way match so we can talk about death matches real quick. Four way con- number one contenders match: Mill, Penta, Cuerno, Dragon Azteca Jr. Um, we don't need to talk about it. Cuerno loses again. He, he doesn't get a win any. I had I had high hopes for this match, but when you have <laughs> when you have Dad's trying to chase Phoenix, well, Melissa tried to talk some sense into Phoenix when he came down to the ringside, and then. Um, she runs away from Phoenix and then Dadge does the sweetest dive out of the ring in Lucha Underground history where he went over the side turnbuckle and they went, I mean, he went hard and they went all the way into the announce table. Freaking sweet dive. Do you know what my, my vignette end game for this Phoenix uh, and Melissa thing is in my mind? Quote getting pinned. Necrophilia. No, not, not necrophilia. No. No, it's him just eating her brain, but then like still being hungry. That's oh, what. what he, wow. He, what was I get that. That's a brain? joke. What if he fucks the hole in her head that he made by eating her head? Christy Joseph. Because it's so dark. Christy Joseph. You can have this one for free. Actually, I think that sounds more like a roach idea. Uh, yeah. But you guys can have this one for free. And uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. I want to see El Ray go there. Go there, El Rey. Degrassi, it goes there. Come on, where's where's my Degrassi fans at? Where's where's my fucking Jimmy Brooks? I'm not talking Drake. I'm talking Jimmy Brooks. Original Degrassi. What well, if she loses. A leg I, I I was I was. The stump. And then then we can have a shirt that says Phoenix fucked the stump. Oh my God. Yeah. Funk stumper. <laughs> Funk stumper. <laughs> stump fucker. <laughs> <laughs> funk stumper. That's a new Tokari Tokari. Tokari Tokari Kien. Phoenix fucked the stump. All right. Anyway, as I was saying about this match, <laughs> uh, your boy Mac gets a run in. Yeah. Um, he gets the stunner on Mill. I don't know where yeah. Cuerno was. I think Cuerno was brushing his hair somewhere. All I know, all I know yeah, is the Mac, the Mac is like my best friend because he got Pentagon the win. And, 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 said motherfucker, and okay. got a death match. Okay, we, I didn't even get, the, man, you never let me get through the recap. Anyway, Penta, so after the stunner, Penta hits the running Mexican destroyer, which Stryker misses the call on somehow. Oh, fucking shocker. <laughs> I don't understand. This was not Matt's finest night. Me and Casey wouldn't have missed up. Yeah, um, no, just no, we wouldn't. Casey first, he, first, he called it the Penta driver. Yeah, he's called five different fucking moves of Penta Driver. But I can't believe they left it in. First, he calls it the Penta Driver, and then he just calls it a flipping pile driver. And it's like, at least call it a Canadian Destroyer. No, you know what? They left chain sticks in, Justin. Clearly, editing is no longer in the budget. (laughs) This was a a weird one for me. Anyway, um, so then Penta gets uh, to face the champ at Ultima Lucha Quattro, um, which is uh, Marty the Moth. All right. Mar- Marty the Moth Martinez, and, as they say in La Jolla, and, and then and then Return of the Mac. Willie cuts the promo on Mill. Uh, I ain't scared of you no mo. After our, our our matchment for Casey, whatever that thing was called that Casey never saw. Uh, uh, let's let's spray paint boo on a table and say it's for Casey. Okay. I'm no longer afraid to die, but you should be. Was part of his quote. And at yeah. Ultima, Ultima Lucha Four, I'm challenging you to a death match. And of course, that was not the quote of the night. The quote of the night, which went completely uncensored um, and was loud and clear, was "Rest in peace, motherfucker." Amazing. It's great. I popped it's so great. hard. I popped out of my skin for that one. 
Because I heard about the line and I was a little concerned that they would bleep the motherfucker like when they they cut out him calling Johnny Mundo the N-word that got the biggest pop in Lucha Underground history. Yeah, well, that's a little more sensitive. This is just <laughs> yeah. old school Carlin words that people don't normally get to say on, on TV, even at 10 o'clock time slots. Even, you know, Sci-Fi Channel's been getting away with it a bit now with Blood Drive and a few other shows, but... Oh um, man, have you guys uh, been following Willie? You guys follow Willie Mac on Twitter, right? Yeah. Yes. And you see all the shit he's been doing in Japan and fucking Dragon Gate and shit, and he's yeah. teaming with fucking the legendary Don Fuji, founding member of Crazy Max. What the fuck? That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Willie Mac is just on a tour of destruction right now. That's my man. Um. Anyway, I think that that's great. So that sets up an Ultima Lucha match. We got Marty versus Penta for the belt at Ultima Lucha. Um. Looks like we're heading towards a, a Mundo versus Matanza, I would guess, or Taya versus Matanza. From we're gonna we're gonna have to incidents. start giving out some medallions since the gift of the gods has been cashed in. Right, we got the gift of the gods for me. I you know, and and there's there's an opening for your Dragos and your Swaggers and your Big Bad Steves or whoever doesn't have a few uh, going. Somebody's got their fucking ankle broken, so. Well, you know what I would like to see happen? You know who I would like to see come in and grab the gift of the gods belt? Sid? Dante Fox. Why not? We know that Dante Fox is, in fact, a part of this season at some point in time. We just don't know how or where or in what way. So So you heard it here first. Sacrifice to the gods, Dante Fox. No. I, I hope not. Not cool. Not cool. <laughs> we don't need to joke about that even. Oh, man. Well, that, cool. that would, that would I suck. just sent you a picture. I just sent you a video of the death much into the DM. Oh, yeah, baby. We need to watch that. So um, I'm going to quickly, I want to quickly talk about uh, Impact. The Mexico tapings for Impact um, oh! have oh! been pretty good. Wow. Okay, that was dope, dude. Yeah. Um, oh, I got to say. Um, Where is this? You know, you can just play the. Can, it, can it, you? It, we can't just play. Oh, I can play it into the camera, but it wouldn't work that great. Uh, There's a moment before it where basically Jimmy Havoc um, puts, I think, Clint Majera through a on fire pane of glass. Nice. I, I, like, I like Jimmy Havoc. I if, I had, if I had a promotion, I'd bring Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy Havoc in. Uh, anyone that has a shirt with their own name on it that says Die Havoc Die and wrestles in that shirt, it's fucking beautiful. That's that's the best idea. I felt so sorry for him because he was like on the cusp of being like on the top of the world and he had a uh, an injury, didn't he, I think? Yeah, pretty so catastrophic bad. injury for a while, right? Like he was gone well, for a year or something. That? You should be able to see that. Yeah, I see it. Oh, I didn't uh, present on the screen to everyone. Let me try one more time. Who's this Harry Potter-looking guy in the background? This is the guy who posted it, isn't it? Oh, okay, I got you. All right, well, I'll play it from the beginning again here. Fucking muggles. No sound, but you'll you'll see it at least. I'll give you some. Uh-oh. No, 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 no. Ah! And everybody sound. who's ever worked in XPW says, yeah, about time somebody else had to do that garbage. <laughs> That was Drew Parker going through the table. You guys, you guys ever watch uh, the promotion known as Freedoms by any chance? See, Justin, your shit's fucking me up. I thought I had Twitter notifications because it was on my screen. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. 
No, I was watching this death match that was a, a board of open scissors death match. That shit was fucked up. That doesn't sound oh. good at all. Yeah. All yeah. Right, I got to talk about Impact real quick because I got to run so- shortly here. But um, I've been digging the Impact down in Mexico stuff. Um, you got I- some Fabi Apache on. Uh, yeah. yeah. Once again, though, I got to say, even people in a room full of people that do not understand what anyone is saying in the ring, the crowd was still hotter in Mexico. Impact absolutely needs to leave the impact zone. I don't know. We know a lot of people over there. So I, I I wish I knew Don Callis or some of the money guys over there because I got to convince them to get out of Orlando. I know half of them live there. Toronto was hot. Mexico's hot. Every time they leave that freaking impact zone, it is 15 times better a show, even with them not doing anything. Hold on. Hold on, Justin. Yes, Papa. I have a bit of real estate to sell them. Yeah, you've it got has, one too many temples. Yes, if you uh, if you don't mind a leaky roof and the ghosts of dozens of talented wrestlers. I mean, that, that really is the thing, though. If you think about Lucha Underground, part of why it works is the fact that Los Angeles is a perfect place for it. You can get a hot crowd there of, you know, 500 to 1,000 people easily. You know what's funny, though, is um, WWE fans don't think that you can get a hot crowd in L.A. because the crowds are always dead for WWE in L.A. But because it's because the shows buy. suck. It's <laughs> because you also can't buy a good ringside ticket because it goes to rich and famous people who don't care about their product. Oh, yeah. Like when no I was at, people yeah. can't afford $600 tickets to Monday Night Raw. Right. Like when I was at fucking WrestleMania seven and I had nosebleed seats and Macaulay Culkin was in the front row. Yeah. Like when I saw SmackDown in Cleveland months after I had seen it in L.A., I had the exact same tickets and they were under 100 bucks. And when I was in L.A., those same tickets cost me like 250 a piece. Yeah, that's some bullshit, man. That's too much for for wrestling, in my but opinion. They sell, but the thing is, they're, they're there to make money, and it's not necessarily there to get a hot crowd. And that's part of the problem, because they oh. sell it out every, almost every time. You know, that didn't give me my opportunity to bitch about The Undertaker this week. <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'll give you a chance. Can I finish talking about Impact? Oh, yeah, yeah, please, please, please. So, oh. Impact, I just, I feel like if you went to New York or, um, I, I don't know, there's a few places I could think of where if you just took the whole impact taping there and made it a base of operations, you'd get a hot crowd. You need to go someplace where it's cool. And Orlando already has NXT. There's just there's just no place for it to be at the impact zone anymore. It makes the show really, really awful. But anyway, Fabio Apache versus Tessa Blanchard. I did not want to like that match at all. I can't believe it was the first match on the episode um it was great and starting off hot i guess works uh fabby did the job clean to tessa which uh, uh fuck that. N- no it was good it was well done i mean and it wouldn't have made sense because it was for the title um they they couldn't put it on fabby but it was a good match and i liked it um and then taya's call out afterwards was also well done and uh I think Taya is going to turn a corner and we're going to see better than old Taya pretty soon. Taya seems pretty determined these days and she's, I think she's going to be something special in a big way uh, in 2019. And if you guys want to see uh, highlights of this, follow the Mexican impact account because they add explosions to the highlights and it's fucking amazing. um, 
The cage Jake Chris match was whatever, but uh, Penta and Phoenix did kidnap Jake after the match, which was kind of interesting. Um, and then Austin Aries starts to cut a promo. It's good. It's an Austin Aries promo. It's, you know, good. It's fun. Yeah, it's good for an Austin Aries promo. It's good. And then Moose grabs the mic, and Moose, yeah, Moose had a little bit of heat on it. Moose put a little stank on it. It was kind of nice. And then Cross gets the microphone as if he's an afterthought. He's the low man on the totem pole of the three in the grand scheme of wrestling hierarchy. So, yeah, he gets the mic third. And um, really what should have happened at that point is Austin Aries should have grabbed the microphone from him and said, you don't need to cut a promo, Kevin, and then just left. Because what proceeded to happen after that was Kevin Cross stole the entire show. Um, he cuts this Johnny neck brace promo on on Johnny Mundo about how he just goes to companies and his ego infests everything. And he takes over and he kind of shoots a little bit on him. Um, but the looks that he was giving nothing short of absolutely frightening. And the Johnny neck brace line was amazing. And he did it totally deadpan too, no tongue in cheek at all. Um, absolutely amazing. And then um, there was a little bit of a LAX angle. The match with the Desi hit squad was terrible but um king's promo on conan afterwards about losing his mask in mexico city and why he's a sorry sucker was great i mean he used all real shit from conan's career and conan probably wrote the promo himself yeah basically tore himself up and shot on himself but it was really fucking fire it was good and the whole lax feud somehow is still fire they're playing that out really well um and then the final match was the the cross and Moose versus Johnny Impact and Eddie Edwards. And here we go. This is an amazing thing. You've got Moose, who's been around for a while now. You know, in the grand scheme of things, I don't think that he's been in longer than Kevin, but he's probably been more consistently wrestling in the last year. I don't know. Maybe they're around the same amount of time, but he's he's got a little bit of seniority at TNA or Impact, whatever. And then Eddie Edwards is in there, and Eddie's getting to be a veteran these days himself. And then you've got Mundo, who, of course, is a huge veteran. And I've seen Cross versus Mundo before um, a while back in Vegas at FSW. Mm -hmm. They somehow let Cross basically run the match. (laughs) And it was amazing. He had the most ring time. He had the most spots. He worked with everyone. Um Moose got the finish, which ticked me off a little bit because I felt like with the work that Cross put in that he should have. But they're making him into the workhorse wrestler, which was amazing. And all of his spots were money, and he's just tossing people around like it's nothing. But he's taking bumps, too. You know, he's being a good Samaritan and doing doing the work. Um, But he absolutely stole the show. And it was really, really frustrating to me that here he is and he's really developing into a world-class wrestler and he's at, he's in the headlining match on impact and still has not actually set foot on television in a Lucha underground ring. So angry about, about that. Like that was where that was what was supposed to make him a star and it's over. It's not going to be Lucha underground. Now it's fucking impact is what's making the guy a star. Hey, you know what? When you're, yeah, when you're when you're a star, no one can hold you back, right? You're gonna get it somewhere, right? Which is why if you have access to a star, you push them to the moon first before somebody else can. Three years, <laughs> but it's at least at least 
at least he's get, finally getting his uh, moment in the sunshine, should we say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's still like a week or two left of Lucha Underground, so I guess we'll see what they do. Mm. I'm not being funny. We we know he's got several more levels yet, so it's all going to be fun from here on out. Yeah, but I mean, where he's at in Impact right now, I wasn't very happy with pairing him up with Aries and Moose at first. Um, and I'd like to see, uh, but I'd like to see him and Moose do almost a, a Twin Towers kind of gimmick without Aries. I could see those guys tagging together for a while and just kind of being their own faction and it would be fun. And I like their promos together. I like kind of their swagger together where, you know, Moose is just this like, bro, I was in the NFL. I, I wreck people for a living. Fuck all y'all. And then cross has got this, you know, psychopathic snap thing going on. That's, you know, deadpan serious. And it's just uh, the two of them together could actually be fire as a tag team. Um, I don't know where it's going with Aries though, because Aries is a star himself and and takes quite a bit of the spotlight and the shine. And you know he's coming in as the former WWE top guy right now. Um, but we'll see, because I think they're going to put the strap on Johnny Survivor. Which, by the way, did anybody watch Survivor this week? Wasn't this Johnny's <laughs> debut week? Uh, I've been told it was. I don't. I don't watch shit. I just fucking teach and work and go to school. That's that's all. I love Survivor, but I tend to binge watch the entire season. <laughs> Usually sometime after the season, like the this fall season, I'll watch during winter break when I'm just sitting around the house, not working. And mm-hmm. then the, the spring one, I'll typically watch some point in the summer and just binge it over like two weekends or something. So eventually I'll catch it. Maybe I'll watch it. I got CBS all access because, you, you know, you should go to Disney World on your winter break, too. It should be fun. Uh, I have free accommodations in Orlando, too, to go at some point in time. So maybe I should do that. Maybe we should maybe nice. we should hook something up. We'll it, it's nice that you got that spot on Strickland's couch for all the times you put him over on the show. Hey, love my boy. Swerve. Dude, his new shirt is the shit. Have you guys Swerve seen always has dope merch. Dude, he's got this one that's like his face in like three different angles, but it's like painted. It looks fucking awesome. It's on pro wrestling tees right now. Um, what were you going to say about WWE before, Case? Oh, The Undertaker? Yeah. Ah. Uh, uh, okay, so dream come true. Undertaker is doing a signing at my old stomping grounds, Frank and Sons. Um, it's $150 to meet the Undertaker. It's $150 what? more dollars to get. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. You, 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 sorry, you meant, to say, you meant to say pesos, right? 150 no, pesos. No, I. It gets, worse. it gets worse. Okay, so, you know. $150 for a photo opportunity with someone isn't so bad if you have a professional photographer taking the pictures and a dope uh, backdrop or, you know, maybe I get to hold Paul Bear's actual ashes and get to keep some. But no, it's just it's just a picture with The Undertaker with your phone, with your whoa, camera. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So you're telling me you're supposed to pay $150 – for a photo of your for, for, a for what just selfie. a ticket to uh, a ticket to an event where you could get a photo yourself. No, it's a it's a hundred and fifty dollars for a photo with him. It's a hundred and fifty dollars to get an autograph, and there is no discount for both. You pay three hundred dollars. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're paying one hundred fifty dollars for a photograph, and he won't even sign anything without paying him more money. Another one hundred and fifty dollars. Mark, what are you doing? Hey, no, no, no. you know, these, hey, these, uh, these are apparently um, because he's not the mark he, in this situation. Yeah. This is what happens when your <laughs> kayfabe brother becomes a mayor. 
mm-hmm. it's the promoter. The promoter of the event is putting the fee because he's paying. Um, someone quoted to me that Mark Calloway, oh, kayfabe, um, charges five, uh, 50 grand for three hours. Oh, so that's why. Yeah, so he's he's basically doubling Flair's price, right? Because I think Flair's like twenty grand, twenty five grand. Pay, yeah. I would pay Flair twenty grand to show up someplace for three hours, yeah. but it wouldn't be for a signing. It would be for me and him in a limousine, woo, having a good time. I feel like you need to get him on your food shows, Justin. I would do that in a minute. It takes it takes the Undertaker three hours to just get from the bit at the back to the table, and out of breath. Dude, it's not out of breath. He's playing mind games with his opponent. And and he We saw that at that WrestleMania with him and Roman Reigns. I know uh, I know a guy that never happened. He could get an electric scooter. And he could I'm pretty sure nowadays you could put a machine gun on because he likes guns. You know what? The Undertaker does not need a rascal, and he does not need guns because his fists are his weapons. And the Tombstone pile driver and no, the Chokeslam. When is that? When is that silly WWE pay per view? Like I, I watched, know. I watched all the WWE programming this week, and I was going to talk about it on the show, but I can't remember. I can't remember any of it. I don't remember I don't one thing that happened this week that is even worth talking about. I don't know. The you know you know what happened? Oh, um, Samoa Joe's promo. Yeah, Samoa Joe's promo. Joe is where Wait, you basically. Called Brocky's bitch, so that's quite nice. God, he is. Yeah. His head is like getting to Byron level size fatness. Ego wise, Byron's got an ego, but it's just a false ego for his self. No, no, I, I actually mean Byron has a very physically large head, like um, Prince Albert status. Uh, a train, not the dick piercing. Uh, I was say. Yeah, uh, <laughs> or not your actual prince, me uh, from times past. No. Um, yeah, uh, I don't think Byron can wear a flex fit hat. I think we should try to get him to wear a large, extra large flex fit on the show and see if it fits him. Nothing fits around that giant head. <laughs> oh, except for the fucking ring of Saturn. So when, uh, is the, when is the Australia Super Show? That's coming up really soon, isn't it? Oh, it's Australia? I got all excited. I thought it was Austria and that Arnold Schwarzenegger would be there. <laughs> Oh my God! Instead, you know, I I really hope our good Australian friend Andre Nichols is there in the front row, and I promise to watch that thing you sent me. I will watch it this weekend. I just haven't yet, but I I promise I will. If you're if you're here, all right. So, um, Andre, the first man. of all, I gotta say everybody should watch the uh, UFC 25 Years in Short documentary on Matt Hughes. Um, cause there's some of my footage from ultimate Matt Hughes that they use in there. Um, it's the new version is talking about his comeback, but even when he did his walk back to the ring, they used some of the footage that I did from, uh, his ultimate Matt Hughes thing. Yeah. So, so just look for out. the stuff that's out of focus and has bad sound. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and, and, uh, have you heard that, um, first of all, two things I wanted to talk to you about Casey Okay. The the split in the Jackson Winklejohn camp now the Cowboy Cerrone has basically defected and is trying to take half the camp with him and is ha- has heat with uh, with Winklejohn and and Genghis. Oh so, man, he's an honorary Tongan now. This is awesome. Yeah, I don't know exactly what's going to come of it, but it's kind of crazy that the the Jackson Winklejohn camp has all this weird dissension now. 
Um, it's going to be awesome when they split up and one is just the Jackson camp and one is the Winklejohn camp. Well, then, so uh, I want to, well, no, it's going to be the cowboy camp and then the Jackson Winklejohn camp. I mean, hey, cowboy, it, cowboy's like taking some of the other trainers and some other people, I guess. And he's out on the ranch it, doing it, his own thing. If, okay. So if you had to pick name alone without knowing of either camp, you're going to go to the cowboy camp. That sounds manly as fuck. I think I think a lot of the up and comers would for sure. And Cowboy's definitely got his friends and he's been like a team leader there for a long, long time. So And Cowboy will teach you how to take an ungodly amount of punishment but have this extremely long career even though you fight every week. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll see. Anyway, I find that to be interesting. Um, but Cowboy versus Mike Perry is November tenth, by the way, which should be just a slobber knocker, as JR would say. That that is the real true slobber knocker. Those are two boys that are just going to punch the shit out of each other until Which one is of them falls down. They keep putting Cerrone in these fights and they're always fucking fun. Like he's always entertaining to watch. Yeah, and I think that's at the 25th anniversary event. But there's some bigger ones before that. We've got uh UFC two two nine. October 6th, very soon, Khabib versus McGregor. Um, oh! Yeah. Oh, got, you know. What's what's Connor have to say about that? In oh, the- I just got to say, Salam Aleikum. <laughs> that's what I got to say. I doubt that's what he's got to say about it. He's still <laughs> pr- he's trying to push this uh, this uh, proper 12. His you got to drink my proper 12, his new Irish whiskey that uh, him and Dana are hawking everywhere. Anyway, of course that card. Oh, you know, I named it after me, Dick, Justin. It's a proper 12 centimeters. You've got some great fights on there. Uh, the, the fully erect, Justin, fully erect 12 centimeters. Look, you want to talk about fully erect Michelle Waterson versus Felice Herrick. It's happening. Like my two of my favorite female fighters of all time. It's like watching, gerbils eat each other that are both your pets it's not fun i don't want to see it yeah it's it's gonna be funny one of them gets hurt and gets replaced with like chris cyborg and just kills your boner for the rest of your life (laughs) 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 um anyway yeah and and tony ferguson versus pettis is on that card too there's a bunch of great fights on that card Um, dude ferguson versus pettis which is like a fucking afterthought at this point but that's going to be a dope match that there'll be some there'll be some fire in that match i think tony wins that fight fairly easily but <laughs> pettis is still crafty um the weirder one is the new york madison square garden event has the headlining match of tba versus tbd they literally have that up on their website for the promotional card there is no headliner for the Madison Square Garden. Because they stole my fucking building, Justin. (laughs) (laughs) They could TDB these nuts, Justin. (sighs) Sorry, Vince. Um, But, of course, there is somebody that would be perfect for this card. There's two somebodies that would be perfect for this card. Sam Punk? No, we're Uh, not. How about about Phil? Uh, Phil Brooks? uh, uh, um, How about you, Phil McCrevice? Ah, there's a certain rematch that uh should happen with a certain guy that just became eligible to fight again by that time how about you fill my balls on your chin justin Ah. a a certain guy named john jones is uh he got his suspension handed down as 15 months retroactive which means manhunter 
the Martian Manhunter in action. He is available late October, which means he could, in fact, be the headliner for this card on November 3rd. Um, and Against Brock Lesnar. No, no. I think uh, he should fight... Uh, what's his face that he, that he had the really good fight with when he was champion? Why can't I think Jake of his Strong. name? Not Jake Strong. The one that's like Jake Strong. Why am I blanking on his name? Blonde hair. Gustafson. Yeah, thank you. Joseph Mandela. How am I drawing a blank on, on Gus? Anyway, that would be a great fight. I kind of like Meef's idea of Joseph Mengele being a fighter. I don't know why. Just so, like, you throw his skeleton in there. Oh, it'd be great. Anyway, it absolutely should happen. Yeah, dude, John Jones beating the shit out of a Nazi skeleton would be amazing. I don't know. I don't know why that, that is blank. I don't know if there's GSP or something, but they got to put something big on that card. Like my dick. I mean, right now they have the oh. Dustin Poirier Nate Diaz fight, but it's not for a belt. There's, oh. you know, um, they got Jacare versus David Branch on there, but it's just like there's not, there's no names, there's no fire. The last two Madison Square Garden cards had like two or three belts being defended. There's no I, belt. I feel bad because I don't know who the fuck David Branch is, and I feel like I should. Yeah, he's good, but I mean, and then you've got Rockhold versus Weidman just kind of thrown in there, but neither of them are, are, you know, ranked that high right now. And then you've got like groovy Lando Venata has got a fight. So there's some guys with some fights. It could be a great card, but Jacare can't headline it. No, he can't. As much as I like doing the alligator arms every time he gets mentioned, and I'm doing them now, even though you can't see me on camera, Jacare is not a main eventer in Madison Square what Garden. What yeah. about Justin versus um, Zack Sabre Jr.? Oh, let's go. Let's go. Some orienteering with Napalm Death. That's yeah, going to happen. Light tube, light tube match. That's going to happen. The light tube match between me and... No, because I want Zack to prove that he's some kind of legit badass. It's not about weapons. There's not going to be any weapons. Except my what wallet this? chain. When what I ch- choke him out with my wallet chain. This are my weapons, Candido. I don't need no tables. I don't need no chairs. My fists are my weapons, Candido. Meef, have you got more shows to go to tomorrow? Or are you done? No, I'm, I'm not going to the Wembley show. That, that, that's going on for progress, so I'm actually going home. Oh, shit. So Wembley, is, is Davey Boy Smith wrestling fucking Bret Hart? Like, what the fuck? Oh, Jesus. Well, we're, we're glad that you've had a happy birthday. We're happy you made it yes. through another year. How old are you, Meef? 40. 49 now? 30. 31? 31. Hmm. I feel like there's some kayfabing of the ages going around on Fire Pro. You're not that. that. You're clearly older than that. No, no, dude. His mustache is older than that. No, his mustache is a lot younger than that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not there. It's gone. It's God, gone. No. I know. Thank God. I appreciate you for doing that. It's made the Fire Pro Wrestling edit un, 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 uh, uh, fucking updated. Uh, uh, yeah, we, you know, we can just wrestle as you with the mask, though. Because he did make a Phantasma outfit. Um, so there's Phantasma, there's Meefloaf as himself, and then there's Meefloaf as Snow White as an attire. My lord. Well, yeah. this, is a legit, this is a legit attire. 
Yeah, and you know, he was sure he was really sure to give you knee pads in that outfit. So I'm not saying what Byron's imagining you doing to him in that outfit, but I, I think, I it's think we apparent. all know. I think I think it's very apparent. Yeah. I was anyway. just gonna have you be naked from the waist down, other than the skirt, and Byron changed it because I even gave you like flesh-colored panties, so it looked like you were showing us something, and it just didn't. He didn't do it. Well, I've got to sneak away now because I have to get up for work at 3 a.m. tomorrow, or actually, I have to be at work at 3 a.m. tomorrow. On East Coast time. So you'll probably still be awake, Casey. It'll be 11 o'clock your time when I'm getting up. I don't know, man. I'm like an old person on the weekends. It depends on how scintillating the rest of my comic book stack is. Oh, we'll see. I thought you were going to Spider-Man it up and shoot some gooey webs all over the place. Oh, I have been. But, you know, uh, I've been told I'm a menace because I keep doing it. So, you know, I don't want those newspaper articles about me. Oh, no. All right, Meef. Well, happy birthday from... Jim, Jimmy V, who decided that we weren't cool enough to hang out with today, and Byron, who is probably in lockup again, who I will send his own bail money shortly. Yeah. yeah. And for the professor, the maybe soon to be interim champion of the name game. Uh, oh, oh, you can call him interim all you want, but I got me fucking belts. Two way classes. True. It's a. It's a solid 12 centimeters. God, you know, the best quote at that press conference is when he was like, what are you talking about? You're the champ. You beat a real estate agent for your belt. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? That's that's sad because Sting is a real estate agent and he's one of Meef's favorite wrestlers. Oh, oh not when he was a real estate agent. Uh, but he is, dude. That's how he gets all his money. It's not wrestling. It's he's fucking real estate. Steve, man. I believe it. Now, there's a story about a quick one. I'll do a very quick one. Frank Trigg went to TNA, and he's like, holy shit, it's real estate Steve. I know that guy. He didn't know he was Sting. He just bought some <laughs> like a house from him or something. Yeah, he's like, what's my fucking realtor doing here? Oh, no, he's just one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, you know? <laughs> it's amazing. All right. I'm going to go eat some more of your crackers for me for your birthday. So... For me, Flo, for the professor, for Byron, who's not here, for Jimmy, who's got a better life than all of us. Until next time, stay calm and stay in the mix. Yeah.